So, I would like to tell you a little bit what the program will look like so that you can tune yourself in. It is possible that you are not able to participate in all parts, but I would encourage you to stay as long as possible here with all the devotees. So I will speak a little about Krishna and Krishna Kata uh, for an hour or so and then I will sing a little bit with all of you and at uh, 10 o'clock um, I will go up to 10 o'clock uh, our Gokrishna will take over let me just see that the, I get this totally right yes first our singing and then Gokrishna and then at uh, 11 o'clock this is important at 11 o'clock we will start uh, with uh, preparing ourselves for the next year. What we will do is, we will actually uh, leave Germany, believe it or not. We have brought very, very nice uh, slides, really they are art slides from Vindavan with us, from our last mm, uh, journey to Vindavan, the very extraordinary images and extraordinary scenes and then uh, at the end of the slideshow we will do a meditation uh, where we will uh, have a sankalpa we all form our personal let me say vision for the next year it is very beautiful uh, all this ends at 12 o'clock at the midnight arctic so if I can give you a tip, I would say, uh, of course, it's always good to stay for Krishna Kata and uh, hear a bit about Krishna so that Krishna becomes more personal for us. But then come two hours of Kirtan. If you need to take some rest or visit the pizzeria mm, uh, to take Pashadam and so on, that is most probably nice to do between 9 and 11 o'clock. It is good if you're back at 11 o'clock in the temple room because then we will, uh, the slideshow goes over into this, uh, it's a Sankalpa ceremony. I will tell you what it is when we, when we do it, but it is something we will dig deep in our hearts and find uh, good determination for next year. Good. Are you ready? Yes. Good. I'm also ready. Krishna, 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 Krishna. Krishna 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 Krishna
Krishna, 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 Krishna,
friend, can you bring me to a real devotee of Krishna uh, and uh, who, who lives really somewhere in the forest and who is the real deal, so to say, and who can tell me something about Krishna. I knew that when a devotee who is in love with Krishna talks with you about Krishna, uh, a very, very, very deep sanskara or impression is created in the heart. And as a result, Krishna becomes manifested in the heart. You can think of Krishna. So this uh, devotee, his name was Devaki Pran. That's at least the name I know him of. He's, he's known by many names. One of his names is ending with Baba, he's a very respected devotee, he said, I know a devotee who can tell you about Krishna and quench your thirst. So we went in a jeep and we went to one place, it's at the uh, bank of the river Jamuna near Ramgat. From Vrindavan you need to be prepared to drive something like four hours and uh, there uh, devotees of the Nimbaka Sampradayas have um, protected the forest of Braj so that you see a forest which very much looks the way mm, the forests looked when Krishna was present. You see very ancient and big trees in India they would say fat 
trees. Um, <laughs> and uh, you see, and it's protected by a wall um, uh, that, so that there is no environmental damage. And uh, in that uh, forest, they have a huge um, goshala where there are about, I don't know, when you go into the Goshala, when you go, you know, where the fences, you see about, I would say, easily 300 to 400 beautiful white cows. There is also a little Kund, a beautiful little lake. We went there once when we did our branch roaming, but this was much before. So, near to the lake, there is a little forest and there was a hut which was made just from straw and before the hut was an old man. His head was covered, or his forehead and his cheeks were, were covered with uh, tilak or sandalwood pulp, I don't know, it was looking very yellow and uh, only the eyes would look through the yellow. He was a mm, sadhu and he was just sitting in the sun covered by a thick blanket, this thick, mm, to warm himself. Uh, so when we arrived there, uh, he looked at us with this gesture. Okay, so hey, what do you wish to wish? What can I do for you? And Devaki Pran Baba uh, translated, he said, this is a devotee, his name is Sachinandan Swami, he has to return to Germany and he has one desire in his heart. He wants to hear about Krishna. And I brought him to you so that you can tell him about Krishna. After he said this, this devotee who was under a pile of blankets looked at me. I guess to, to check me out, was I just one of these Westerners who was after sensation, wanted to just interview a, a, a bridge party or did I actually want to hear about Krishna? So he looked at me and he, he said, he repeated in English, that's the only English he spoke to me at that time. You want to hear about Krishna? I said, yes, if you are so kind. And when he heard this question, he he began to cry. He was actually very moved that someone wanted to hear about the person who was most dear to him. And uh, for a moment he st sat still. I believe he was uh, choosing uh, what he would tell me about Krishna. And then he started to speak in Brajavas. Uh, and Devaki Pran Baba translated for me into English. And this is what he told me. Mm. He said, 
Once Krishna went with his cowherd boyfriends to herd the cows in the forest. But Krishna would not really herd the cows for so long. He would herd the cows maybe 5% of the time and 95% of the time he would play with his cowherd boyfriends. Krishna was not working very hard. <laughs> he played very hard. Uh, so uh, uh, then uh, uh, the boys played a game where the loser had to carry the winner on his back. And somehow uh, Krishna's side was losing. So when the turn came to Krishna to carry Sridham on his back, Krishna said, uh, today I do not want to carry anyone on my back. <laughs> his friend said to him, why, why not? What gives you the authority? Are you so special that when you lose, you don't have to carry the opposite side on your back? And Krishna, who really didn't want to carry anyone on his back, say, said, um, I'm the son of Maharaj Nanda. <laughs> I'm the prince of Vindavan. He's king, and that makes me the prince. Ah, said the cowherd boys. Uh, Gopal, your father has a few more cows. This doesn't make him the ruler of all of us. You have to definitely abide by the laws. Otherwise, we will not play with you ever again. So this old Vaishnava was, was wicked. He said, they said they would not play with Krishna again. So Krishna reacted. He was panicked. He started to cry. No, 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 you should play with me. Please don't reject me. And the devotees started to cry. He is God. He plays with his friends. And he's so upset at the possibility to be rejected so that he cannot play with his friends, that he cries. And then this old devotee, he was just so moved. He, he looked at me, do you get the point? I said, <laughs> and I didn't say anything, I didn't. But he, he was so disturbed, that Krishna was disturbed, that he also started to cry. Then the cowherd friends of Krishna said, Okay, Gopal, can you maybe give us a better reason why you don't wish to carry Sridham on your shoulders? And Krishna was thinking, I might lose my friends. They might never play with me. So he, in great need, he said, I'm God, that's why I don't have to play with you. <laughs> I don't have to carry you, I'm sorry. I'm Narayan. Ah, <laughs> oh, said the coward boy. 
Gopal, you are very truthful today. <laughs> you just don't want to carry anyone. That's why you say you are even Narayan. This is too much. You are offensive, Gopal. No one can say this. So, <laughs> so Krishna, who really did not want to carry anyone, but he also didn't want to be rejected by the friends, he said, okay, I show you. You just close your eyes, so the friends. <laughs> they looked from time to time. And then Gopal said, all right, open your eyes. When the friends of Krishna opened their eyes, they were no longer in Vrindavan. They were no longer under the Bandiravad. That's the tree which uh, grows in Bandiravan, very famous tree. Uh, it is a banyan tree and the branches of the tree extend so far that they go over the Yamuna. And often Krishna and the coward boys play on this branch, on these big branches and cross the Yamuna by this branch bridge. Mm. So they were no longer under the, this tree. They had started under the tree because this is the tree where Krishna and the cowherd boy, they meet together in the morning. Yeah? They play many play games there. No, they were no longer there. Krishna had moved them all and when they opened their eyes, they were in a huge hall. My dear devotees, the devotee told me how the hall looked. It was almost unlimitedly long. There were pillars in, the, in, the, in this huge hall. They were made from rubies and precious stones like emeralds. And at the far end of the hall, there was a throne, and on the throne sat the four-armed form of Krishna, who is in Vaikuntha. Do you know his name? Narayan. I think you know, you know very well. Uh, and uh, Narayan was served with, uh, uh, by the Vishnu Dutas, who were waving chamaras and uh, some uh, musicians were there, they sang. And Krishna, as Narayan, looked to his little cowherd friends, who were all dressed in simple uh, Basi cloths, and he said, he, he, his eyes said, See, I'm Narayan, I don't have to carry anyone. <laughs> but now the friends were becoming upset. Where was Gopal? They took their little flutes to evoke a reaction and started to play flute music and sing Gopal, 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 Bye.
folk, folk noise. Um, you are standing here before Narayan. If you want to pre praise him, don't say Gopal. Say the Vedic hymns, you know, chant the Vedic hymns. Don't be so informal. That is not done here. He is the ruler of all the Vaikuntha planets. He is the ruler of all that is. Uh, don't play flute for him. Play the Veena. And so the, the cowherd boys were getting very desperate. Here was their friend. They could recognize Krishna. But they didn't like him with four arms. It's almost like, imagine, uh, you are very close to a friend and all of a sudden he manifests four arms. You think, please don't, don't do this, we, we are friends. You know? So, <laughs> uh, the cowherd boys were all at the very far end of the hall and they all saw Narayan in his majestic aspect and they didn't like it. They wanted to be with Krishna who was dressed in a simple cowherd dress, who played the flute, who had lotus eyes, who stored butter, but not, they didn't want to be with the Lord who was formerly, was formerly sitting on the thrown and you know holding his hand and blessings and looking very serious so they they tried to make jokes to bring narayan to laugh and narayan began to laugh <laughs> but, but there were the cowherd not there were these other servants of vaikuntha who were dealing with the Lord in, a, in awe and in reverence from a lot of distance and they didn't like it. So finally the cowherd boy, seeing that they could not reach their friend and that their friend could, was not free to act like their friend with them, seeing that he was dressed with jewels and golden crowns, they were becoming so desperate they cried. So finally they heard a voice, close your eyes. They closed their eyes. Some of them looked a little. And then the, the Lord smiled and he said, close your eyes. And then they closed their eyes. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, when he said, now open the eyes. And they, they, came, they, they woke up, or, or let us say, when they opened the eyes, they saw the same Bandira Banyan bound. They saw the big branches which crossed the Yamuna. They saw the many birds who were nesting and living in the Banyan tree. And amongst them, at the root of the Banyan tree, they saw Gopal dressed in, in a yellow clothes and, and smiling at them and uh, with this expression, so what have you decided? <laughs> so then the cowboys looked at each other. They reflected on what they had just seen, that their friend was almighty. And they said, 
okay, today you don't have to carry. <laughs> But tomorrow you have to carry uh, if you lose again. So the devotee, as he was telling this, was, was so happy. He was waves, uh, not waves, he was so, you know, so laughing, smiling, Uh, and looking at me, do you understand? <laughs> uh, and uh, so on. And it was really a wonderful uh, thing. Then he became silent, and he uh, and we knew it was time to go. He had talked about Krishna as we had requested him. Uh, maybe f seven years. Later, I returned to that same spot. I wanted to see the devotee who had talked to me about Krishna. Mm. But he was not in his hut. So I asked one of the other devotees who was there where the old uh, man was. And he pointed to a staircase uh, which led up a hill. I took that staircase and at the end of the staircase was a little Samadhi Mandir. And in the Samadhi Mandir I saw a picture of my friend who had talked about Krishna to me. Uh, when I asked the devotees there, they made this typical movement which all the bridge passes make in such a situation. <laughs> It means he has gone back to Krishna. So I had caught him just before he left his body. And I have never ever forgotten how this old man uh, cried in deep absorption of Krishna Leela when he told me uh, this, uh, this about Krishna. My dear devotees, today I also want to tell you about Krishna. <laughs> I'm not so pure, but I will give my best. I will take you to the banks of the river Ganga, where one of my god brothers uh, did a Krishna Kata with 5,000 listeners. He is a very, very realized soul. His name is Radha Govinda. Swami and he's born in the family of Krishna. <laughs> yes, uh, somehow from Nanda Maharaj there's a dynasty going and he, his family, family of Radha Govinda Maharaj, is born in that dynasty. He, he always talks about Krishna and many, many people come and I, somehow I got, I, I will talk a little bit based on what he Uh, spoke at the banks of the river Ganga because it's very, very beautiful. But for now I wish you to sing with me a little mm. Mm. and then we will continue. Mm. Yes.
this raga of melody is to be sung at this time of the day. Hare Krishna. Krishna 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 Oh, 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 oh,
the winner on his shoulders. But how was Krishna's ordinary day? His, his routine day. First of all, there is no routine day in Krishna's life, uh, in Krishna's pastimes. Uh, yes, we have some general guideline in the scriptures, but you know, when devotees become familiar with these guidelines, they enter into the memory of Krishna's pastime, and then they see in the heart of hearts many new details which happen every day. So, so we will hear a little. Now, I'm a little bit concerned. Have we taken care that there's maximum peace in the audience? I think we have, no? It sounds like this now. So, let us start with some very important information about Krishna. Krishna really appeared on this planet Earth because Mother Earth was overburdened by so many demoniac rulers who was giving who were giving him her a lot of pain. It is said there were constant military armies marching over the earth. And there's nothing which paints the earth more than aggression towards any of its creatures who walk on the earth. You must know one Sanskrit name of Mother Earth is Dharani. Dharani means two things. Uh, first of all, it means she carries uh, this planet Earth, you know, like, like a mantle or a garb. So the same way Mother Earth carries our planet. And the second meaning of Dharani, she who carries, is that Mother Earth gives all the uh, necessity for her children. Like we get grains from her, fruits, um, the frogs are <laughs> maintained by Mother Earth, the foxes, the insects, the birds. They are all maintained by Mother Earth. That's why she is known as uh, a mother. So she carries this planet, but she also maintains all the creatures, including the foolish sheep uh, who eat her thorns or her sheep food and produce wool. Uh, so when this Mother Earth sees that the living entities who are there on her surface are making war against each other or hating each other or, or slaughtering each other, Mother Earth becomes very, very sad, almost like a mother who sees her children uh, fighting with each other and, uh, and really heavily fighting with each other. So Mother Earth could not bear the force of all these military aggressors 
and therefore she begged Krishna for an appearance. Um, this is discussed in the first chapter of the tenth canto. And to give Bhumi Devi, her name is also Bhumi Devi, Mother Earth, immense pleasure, Krishna appeared. Krishna appeared on her surface and he did not wear any shoes. He thought the contact is more intimate if I walk with my bare feet over Mother Earth. Um, so he was completely barefoot in Vrindavan. Now you must know that the forests of Vrindavan are usually full with thorns, there are uneven paths, sometimes they go down and up. Um, there are stones and gravel. Um, and uh, Mother Earth was thinking, oh my God, Krishna is barefoot all the time. And, and, and in the forest, I, I, I'm so full of thoughts. Mother Earth was thinking, the cows are grazing, but they have hooves. For them, these stones and the thorns are not a trouble. But Krishna, who goes barefoot, has no hooves. And in this way, Mother Earth was thinking of what to do for Krishna's protection. Now, when she got an idea, Whenever Krishna placed his lotus feet on the surface of Mother Earth, she did one of two things. First of all, she transformed her surface into very soft powder. As those who have been in Vrindavan have been amazed that in some places the, the dust is really like baby powder. And I will show you later in the slides such dust it, it really looks like you know when you were a baby maybe your mother used johnson johnson powder on you so it's it's exactly like this this is one thing which mother earth did but because she is a conscious being she also did something else when krishna walked my dear devotees mother earth grew lotus flowers so that when Krishna stepped on the on her surface she he actually stepped on the petals of lotus flowers and this way was very nicely cushioned very nicely you know the lotus flowers are so so they're not only very soft but they are a little little wet not really wet how do you call this damp maybe and they gave a very pleasant, pleasant cooling sensation for the souls of Krishna's feet. And in this way, Krishna did not experience any discomfort walking barefoot in, in, um, in, the, in this, in Mother Earth. When Mother Yashoda found out that the time had come where Krishna went with the cows to herd the cows, she was very concerned. See, when Krishna was young, up to 
five years old, he did actually not hurt the cows. Do you know whom he hurt it? The calves. And calves don't go into the forest, they walk around the village. Or maybe they go to the edge of the village, but they don't go further. So Krishna wanted to actually uh, go and herd the cows uh, when he passed the age of five. At that time, you must also know something happened in his body. His shoulder became a little bit broader, yes. And on his lotus feet, distinct marks appeared on the soles of his lotus feet. Lotus, chakra, ankush, octagon, fish. On the heel of one of his feet, I forgot was it the left feet or the right foot, there was a fish. <laughs> Not a living fish, it was just a fish imprint. When he walked, that fish came on the ground and he liked it. <laughs> so, so in this way, when, Man, when Krishna wanted to go uh, cow herding and leave the village and go into the forest with the thoughts, Mother Yashoda said, uh, I get you a pair of shoes. But Krishna said, Mother, I don't, don't want to get any shoes because the cows, I think you have heard this often, you know, they are my masters, I'm their servant. And if the cows don't have any shoes, how can I wear sharp shoes? How can the servant wear something better than the master? Mother Yashoda said, no problem, I thought about it. I will uh, order silver shoes for each cow. One, two, three, four. Uh, for each foot and so on. But Mother but Krishna said, no, 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 don't do this. In any, in any case, he said, I don't like to wear any shoes. I want to be free. I want to go with my feet wherever I want. There's some very beautiful discussion with mother, between mother and, 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 and child, which you, I think, will appreciate very, very much. Mother Yashoda lamented and said, like, like a real mother, Oh, my dear Kanai. In the past, you were leaving the house late in the morning because you were herding the calves only who, who stayed around our houses. And within a few hours, you would return. But now where you want to herd the big cows, you will leave early in the morning and return late in the evening. My dear boy, your beautiful face is so much softer than the lotus flower. It will wilt when it stays for so long in the sun and your face will shrinkle. A cow herding is not easy. Um, you need to follow the cows wherever they go and you don't know where they will walk. So please don't talk about me about herding cows. I think 
listened to Krishna's answer. Krishna said, Mother, Mama, yes. <laughs> Russian is Mama, Mama. Maika, also you can say. Mother, please explain to Baba that I've become very strong and very intelligent. <laughs> he is the one who's really stopping me from going to the forest. So, so Krishna, see how clever he is. He employs now a verbal trick by saying, my father is stopping me. He implies that Mother Yashoda has agreed. <laughs> he, she is not the problem, it's the father. <laughs> So go to him, please, and obtain permission on, on his behalf. And then please tell Baba that since I'm now very strong and intelligent and have grown up, I am no longer scared anymore to go in the forest. You must know, a week before, Krishna was still five, now he's six. Uh, Krishna had gone through the village and a cow was meowing. Not a cow, sorry. What is it called? A cat. Meow! And Krishna had become very fearful and run directly to Mother Yashoda and was hiding in great fear behind her skirts. So now he says to Yashoda, I'm now very courageous. Uh, that was one week ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm not afraid of the forest animals. Um, one week ago I was young, I was five, but now I'm six. <laughs> I can easily go. So this way they talked very sweetly with each other. Krishna is, uh, has many good arguments, you know. <laughs> you must agree. So good. I, I want to now describe to you how it was when Krishna entered the forest. Because you must know there are two favorite meditations which devotees do. One is when Krishna in the morning enters the forest and how he feels, how he moves, how he dances, what he says. And the second meditation is when Krishna returns from the forest and goes into the village. That is also what the devotees like very much. In fact, um, uh, this when he, Krishna comes from Gocharan Lila and returns to the uh, to Vindavan, that's the time when also devotees who come from the material world and join Krishna in the spiritual world see Krishna for the very first time. There's a, a story in Vrindavan about one very old saint who came to the end of his life and he had not yet seen Krishna. So, uh, he, this saint lived next to a tree and after he had eaten his chapati or a small, small mount, he would 
usually rinse his mouth and spit the water uh, from his mouth of the root of the tree. That's what you do in, 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 in cultured circle after you've eaten, you wash your mouth and then you get rid of the uh, excess water and so on. So once it happened that this devotee, I forgot got his name, possibly he was Priya Charan Baba, uh, once it so happened that he was invited for a Govardhan Puja festival, at Govardhan, and he left his hut and, and so on. And he stayed there extra time, about four, four or five days. And when he returned, he looked at the tree. The tree looked very, very distressed. So in the evening, this tree began to speak to, let us call him Priya Charan Baba. And he said, Oh, I have almost died. Every day I took the water which, with which you rinsed your mouth and, and which you put on my roots. And this was my daily food. Um, oh, Sabriya Charan Baba, who are you that you can speak? Oh, I'm actually a ghost, said the trees. I'm, I live here in the tree. I'm cursed to live in, in a stationary form of life. Oh, said Priya uh, Baba. so what do you want? I want that you don't go and stay away far. <laughs> Eat every day and <laughs> nourish me in this way. So Priya Charan Baba knew a secret. The trees of Vindavan, you must know, they are what type of trees? Kalpabiksha trees. They can fulfill desires. And especially those who were in a previous life Brahmanas, but then due to some fault or mistake, they had to take one extra birth before they returned. They are very potent, they are very perceptive, very alert. So this Baba said, uh, well, if I don't go, go away from you, if I give you all this, this mouth that has washed my, this mouth water which has washed my mouth, I want that you give me something in return. Okay, said the tree. And then the Baba started to cry. Do you know where Krishna is and can you show me to him? Oh, said the tree, we are not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> okay, then I go and I never return. Wait, 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 wait. I said we are not supposed to talk about it, but exception. If you stay here, you must stay here. Because I was told that water that has washed the mouth of the pure devotee that liberates me from my three existence. Okay. Said, then, then tell me. So the tree said, 
There's a well-known story in Braj. Um, you go to Govindakund, and there at the side of Giriraj, in the evening, early evening, you will see a few cowherd boys herding or driving their cows towards Anjur. There are many cowherd boys because it's a big herd of cows, but there is one cowherd boy who comes last and he, he dances always. This is Krishna. So the barber was hiding the next day and looked and when the cows came, he was very ecstatic. Uh, and he looked for that one boy. There were a few boys, I think like three or four, but at the very end of this massive cowherd, there was one particular young and sweet-looking cowherd boy who was just dancing and it was all very blissful. So the barber came out of the bush. <laughs> he grabbed the, the, the feet and said, you are Krishna. Is it a cowboy? I'm a normal boy. You barbers are always a little. I'm not Krishna. Like my parents and your. No, 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 no! Please don't cheat me, Krishna. So. They talked for two hours, the cows were gone. And Krishna then said, then the boy said, I have to return home now. Yes, said the Baba, but I will not let you return home unless you show your form. And then the boy smiled and said, Baba, I will show you my real form, but you cannot tell my mother Yashoda. She doesn't want this. Mm -hmm. So then uh, Krishna gave the Baba his full dasha. My dear devotees, after the dasha, the Baba was not the same any longer. He would only talk Krishna, 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 Krishna. He would cry in ecstasy. And after a few days, he left the body and went back to Krishna in his Gocharan Leela where Krishna herds the cows. So, yes, this is a very, very uh, favorite time. Do you know from the Shastras a moment where a soul sees Krishna for the first time when Krishna comes home from the cowherd boys, cowherd grounds, the, 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 the pastures? Yes. Uh, our, what was the name of this cowherd boy, please? Gop Kumar, he meets Krishna the first time in the, when Krishna returns from uh, the forest of Vrindavan herding the cows. And he, he sees, you know, an amazing scene that when the cows come, uh, he hears the sound of flutes. And then he sees, of course, a huge dust cloud. And uh, when... Um, and, and he sees also how the river Jamuna stops and, and flows upwards. It flows the opposite direction. 
and he sees how even the trees move in the direction. I mean, they don't, they stay on the ground, but their branches move towards Krishna to welcome him. It's very nicely described it. You, uh, I think, will we'll relish this, this uh, description very greatly. Yes, so almost done now. So, okay, we want to now find out how Krishna uh, enters the, the flute, not the flute, the forest. Uh, um, both this, this pastime gives a lot of pleasure to the heart. So Krishna enters the forest for the pleasure of the animals, the birds, the trees, and all the vanavas. Vanavas means those who live in the forest. And then in the evening he leaves the forest and all these animals come with him to the edge of the forest and the birds fly over over his head and they fly to the village but there they can't land very nicely so they return back to the forest then they again fly into the village because they can't imagine to lose even a moment Krishna out of the sight and Krishna smiles and he sends them back go to the forest I come back tomorrow so it's an offense, my dear devotees, to even comment which of these pastimes is more nourishing when Krishna goes into the forest or in the morning or when Krishna returns from the forest to give pleasure to the Rajabhasis. So Krishna was a very free spirit in the forest and fields of Braja. He loved to climb the trees actually to pick exotic fruits when he would see the river Jamuna, he would say, hey, hey, this is a signal to the cows, go straight to the waters of the Yamuna. And Krishna would always jump into the Yamuna uh, with his friends. When he would see a well, he would shout into the well, fool. And when it would come back, the echo, fool, <laughs> Krishna would laugh and point at the well. So they would play, 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 play. God likes to play. He doesn't like to work. <laughs> that, that is done by Narayan, you know, in his form, in the other form. <laughs> Uh, I think that's maybe the reason why we also sometimes don't like to every day work so hard. <laughs> mm, yes. Uh, so, so Krishna uh, and Balaram were herding the cows, and they they were just directing the cows, uh, but uh, and keep an eye on the cows. But most of the time they would play. Uh, but Mother Yashoda didn't like that Krishna goes out. Uh, and he always said, Why? You have such a soft body, with such soft feet, my dear. Oh boy, why did you have to take your birth in the family of a of cowherd? Uh, why not kings or something? Uh, and then Krishna would say, Oh, Maya, uh, Balaram tells me daily, let's go and herd the cows in the forest, okay? 
God, why are you rotting at home doing nothing? Uh, out in the forest you will get fresh air and you will see the beautiful mountains. That is what Balaram keeps telling me. And today when I went with him, I was so happy, mother. Actually, I'm so fortunate that God gave me an older brother like Balaram. You know, why does Krishna tell this? To pacify Yashoda. He personally climbs on the trees and breaks away the fresh fruits for me to eat. And then while I'm eating them, he looks after the cows. He doesn't even want me to do any work. When, when a cow wanders astray, he never tells me to bring the cow back to the herd. No, he himself goes after the cow. He's so nice, mother. I will go, uh, I will not go with anyone but him. I will stay always with my older brother who takes care of me. <laughs> so, so this way, the mother and uh, uh, Krishna would talk and uh, Mother Yashoda was the most fortunate lady in the entire universe to have her darling boy uh, 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 talk to her with these things. When Krishna would come back, Mother Yashoda would just sit before Krishna and look into his lotus eyes and think her life is a perfection. My dear devotees, when you also keep Krishna in your consciousness, you will see that your life is a perfection and you will feel happy and uh, satisfied wherever it is that you walk. Oh, time is flying by. <laughs> Should we talk more about Krishna? This yes. 15 minutes maybe? Yes. We mm. will just sing for a moment just to, uh, to, uh, to maybe think a little bit about what we have heard. And then we will just conclude. Bye. Uh -huh. 
and Krishna and Balaram walk behind the cows and they look like two captains of a huge ship which steer the ship. And Krishna has a cow herding stick. He never uses it, but he carries it. it it's a stick. Um, it has a red cloth around it and then on top of the cloth in a spiral form a golden uh, thread that's the cowherd sick Krishna and Krishna may mm, dance and play his flute and uh, the cowherd boys laugh and dance and joke please this is how we go with Krishna so to say in the forest oh. Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare. Yeah. 
let us just focus on one aspect of Krishna's cowherding pastimes in the forest. He was engaging rigorous, rigorously in the competitive sport of wrestling. Yes, Krishna liked wrestling with his cowherd boyfriends. Mm. And uh, sometimes you must know in Vrindavan Krishna is more human than superhuman. Krishna is more natural than supernatural. Everywhere else Krishna is superhuman and supernatural. But in order to uh, free the stage of his pastimes for the loving exchanges, he doesn't take a dominating role role as God, but he comes in and, and plays with the friends and then after some time he says, oh, oh, see the perspiration on my forehead, I'm really tired and need to rest now. <laughs> Imagine, Hiranya Kashipu cannot, couldn't make Nishinadev tired. Ravana could not make Ram tired. But with the coward boys, the Lord becomes uh, tired. And he, he develops, it is called, some, some, some drops of sweat which look like uh, pearls. Now when we sweat, and when the sweat dries, and when it stays sticking on the body, we smell like bad news. <laughs> but uh, uh, Krishna, smell is extremely fragrant and it pleases his friends. And the Sri Breeze comes and Sri Breeze uh, is waving the, 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 the fragrance of Krishna into them. So, so as soon as the cowherd boys hear that Krishna says he is tired. They build little groups of five. And they go into the forest and they break soft twigs and make actually a soft bed from twigs. Now, so that the twigs stay together when Krishna lies on them, they put a very thin clothes over it so that keeps it all together and uh, mm, uh, this, these beds are very very uh, uh, how do you say soft and pleasing for Krishna then Krishna lies down on these beds and one of his cowherd boys uh, becomes the sits where the cushion is because Krishna prefers to lie with his head on the lap of his cowherd boys. He does not prefer a cushion to this. Somehow he likes it more. And he especially likes to sit, to, to, to rest his head on the lap of Sridhar. Do you know why? Sridham, yes, is the has, has, has a 
connection with Radharani. He's actually the elder brother of Radha. <laughs> so Krishna, uh, thinking of his first, first and foremost devotee, uh, rests on the on the lap of Sridhar. And I want to uh, tell you what happens here. Mm. You might ask, now Krishna lies on these soft beds. He really lies there. His whole body, he sprays out his arms, his legs. He really goes into the most comfortable position. And the cowherd boys want Krishna, of course, to sleep. But Krishna is so active, he does not want to sleep, he just wants to rest. So he relaxes and he closes his eyes for a while and uh, at that time the cowherd boys sing to him songs. Now you might ask this question, well if Krishna is tired, what's with the cowherd boys? I mean how can they do all these activities like singing for him, arranging a bed, if Krishna is tired, they must be double tired or three times as tired or ten times as tired. But listen to this, the cowherd boys get more energy when they can serve Krishna and make arrangements for his comfort when he is tired. And even if they should be tired because of the love they feel to Krishna, for Krishna, and uh, which expresses itself in, in making this, these beds. The fatigue, the tiredness, leaves all these cowherd boys. And at that time, uh, uh, Krishna uh, goes there. I, I told you that the, the cowherd boys go in, in groups of five, right? To, to arrange the bed. This is a lot of beds, you know, because Krishna has millions of cowherd boys. You are right. Uh, we have often heard about it. Uh, Krishna, who wants to give all the cowherd boys an opportunity to serve, expands in as many beds as the cowherd boys do. And no group of cowherd boys see that Krishna has expanded for another group of coward boys. They think Krishna is only expand. Krishna is only there for us and only we get the opportunity to serve him. Uh, this, you must know, is a quality of Krishna. Krishna will accept the service of everyone. He never rejects the service of any single living entity. That is the reason, my dear devotees, uh, why the bees can go with Krishna into the forest and never leave Krishna. These bees sing for Krishna and Krishna doesn't get irritated like you and me get irritated with the bees buzzing around us. But Krishna appreciates each single bee as it sings its bee song the song of the bee and, and does not shoo the bee away. Go, 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 you're disturbing. You have a stinging, you know, you have a sting. We don't want you. No, Krishna accepts even 
the bees which disturb us human beings. He likes us doing service. My dear devotees, Krishna does his pastimes then in the forest and then at the end of the day, it's more late afternoon, Krishna uh, re returns uh, to the village of Vrindavan. And that's a whole different story. Uh, we could talk about this, but maybe we should do this at another time. I thank you all very much. Uh, I will, we will sing now for another 10 minutes and then I will request Go Krishna to sing while we are preparing for you the most wonderful ecstatic slideshow. Hopefully, hopefully, we pray to Krishna, <laughs> uh, which you have ever seen. We will actually show you on the slideshow a forgotten path. It's the path of Radha, which uh, Gorahari and his wife Vajajanti rediscovered. It was for a long time forgotten, but they did research in Vrindavan and rediscovered the path of Radha. The path he goes, Radha goes every day when she goes from Javad to Suryakot for Surya Puja. So we will see photos of that rare path. But first we will sing a little bit more to conclude this and then ask Gokrishna. Yes? Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. My dear devotees, I'm so happy that you are so kind to listen. Uh, this is my favorite activity uh, to talk about Krishna, but I'm always afraid that the devotees of the Hare Krishna movement don't want to know about Krishna. Um, I have made some bad experience, uh, and when, <laughs> not bad, the devotees are wonderful, but, uh, but uh, so very happy. Uh, and you know what? I was really thinking I cannot talk about Krishna today because my voice is not good, uh, but somehow Krishna has given me back some voice. So, go Krishna, what will we say? Some of you, I notice, are leaving. That's good. Please try to be back at 11 o'clock when we prepare the last session of today, uh, when we go together into the next year, the next calendar year.
This is the best way to spend an evening, no? To sing and hear and sing and hear. Krishna, 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 Krishna. Krishna. 